Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real. And today we talk about Titan A, the 2000 movie starring Matt Damon, Bill Pullman, John Logozamo, Nathan Lane, Janine Garofalo, and Drew Barrymore. A Don Bluth film that has some good stuff. It's Anima- very yeah. dodgy CGI. Yeah, animation <laughs> that doesn't quite hold up. And I have... I have- Opinions on yeah. the CGI in this. <laughs> yeah. Some of it works. Yeah. Some of it does doesn't. not work. Oh but yeah. what works so, really works. I forgot yeah. that it was a mixed like animation mi- thing. Mixed too. Media. Yeah. I for not very well mixed. No. no. Well, it was two thousand, so no. this was yeah. you know pretty is, it was pretty yeah. good considering. Yeah. But it's it does not it does yeah. not hold up. I, I also went Did down a rabbit hole here. Better yet. Yeah. Some the parts where he had, is in the spacesuit at the beginning, that looked decently cel-shaded. It mm-hmm. did. But why were all the ice crystals like, eh, fuck it, we're not going to cel-shade that. Mm. Well, the ice crystals were mostly CGI, I think. Yeah, that, that's what I so, mean. Yeah. CGI could have cel-shading to make it look yeah. less sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. I was, you know, I was going to argue, but no, but Jet Set Radio would come out, and that was polygons mm-hmm. and CGI with yeah. cel-shading, so... I mean, then again, yeah. backgrounds... Yeah. Um, has historically have been painted more painterly yeah. than yeah. animation cell foreground shit, but I don't know. You have to also look at budget constraints at mm-hmm. that point, too. And this is t- not Disney. Uh. And you can tell the CGI button budget ran out towards the very end. Oh, yeah. But yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, and it also led me down a rabbit hole because I was looking through the stuff on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And oh, God, we, yeah. so we got to talking, 2000s. Yeah, we got to talking about some stuff. Like, is this classic rock now? And <laughs> No. Because this, well, this only came out five years ago. God damn you. I am not old. Well, I don't want well, to grow here's, <laughs> here's the official idea of what is, according to one website, what is quote-unquote classic rock. Music that is 15 to 25 years old at Vulcan. the current time, but... What about older? But, well, no, and older, but has a, has a major impact. So... <laughs> And this is the part that made me feel really old is where I looked at what is considered classic rock at this time and Jimmy World in the Middle is currently considered classic rock. And and it had so a significant that, impact. That? So yeah. does, does that Ask mean... Ask your mom, because your mom wouldn't stop singing three lines of that song forever. Does and that mean what? Closer is now considered and like a golden oldie? And, this, and yeah. Sweetness by Jimmy World is one of yeah. my favorite songs. So. Yeah. And also yeah. Harvey Danger's flagpole setup. Oh. Which, it just... Can you see the gray hairs forming in my beard? <laughs> and that's why I shaved my head, because I'm afraid how much has grown off this. I can see you aging. Yeah. Like just, Donovan yeah. at the end of Last Crusade. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. yeah oh, aging boy. like, you know, Zarda. At the end, like uh, Sean Connery at the end of Zardos. Yeah, just skeleton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, no, I'm, I'm dead now. I'm dead now. But, you know, other things are considered classic rock, like Rolling Stones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, blah, blah, blah. That was classic rock when we first heard it. Yeah. It was, it was classic still, rock when we were children. I'm pretty so. sure yeah, that's old But it still is classic rock. And, I mean, I'm not differentiating between that but it's just still the soundtrack for this movie really freaking good it is <laughs> like it, is. it really like really it is it, 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 
Yeah, it hit the 2000 media it very lot. Much like, is a, very yeah. much a 2000. We get Cosmic Castaway, we get Over My Head. Yeah, Over yeah. My Head by Lit. Yep. Yep. Same guys yeah. who did um, My Own Worst Enemy. Yep. Literally the only other song I've ever known from that band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, said they, they weren't written for this the movie? No. Not necessarily. Some of them yeah. fit really, really the well. The one about where he keeps men- the when he's driving the, the piloting the ship and you know, the lyrics keep mentioning the, my father and shit, I'm like, that's a little on the nose. That that, that may- might have been it might have been written for the, for yeah. the movie oh. to be honest. Okay. Yeah. yeah when he's flying with yeah. the Wake Angels, right? Yeah, that's yeah. not to say that it's not written for the movie, but I'm pretty sure not all of the songs are written for the movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not one of those where you had a lot of soundtracks at the time that were music inspired by. You gotta remember <laughs> yeah. that a lot of movies uh, around this time too, and I'm gonna bring up Dragon Ball Z movies very specifically. Yeah. Brawly. <clears throat> uh, Is that the one with Disturbed? Yeah. yeah okay. um, there's certain movies that came out, especially some that came out directly in DVD, yeah. wanted to appeal to a very specific age group, Rock, and yeah. specifically our age group at the time. Yeah. Um, dragon, came out with, dragon, rock the dragon, dragon, oh, balls. Uh, they came out with... Uh, balls. They bought out yeah. a lot of rock groups, and yeah. they bought out a lot of songs and put uh, rocking songs into animated features uh. to draw us in. And so throw- while we're beating up on Cooler, we're listening to the game from uh, from Disturbed. Yeah, something like that, yes. <laughs> well, was, I'm pretty sure Brawly was one very specifically, because I have it. Wasn't because- wasn't Sinner in one of those, the Drowning mm. Pool? Uh, maybe. I, I don't remember. I The only reason I remember Brawly specifically was because you have Krillin singing I Want to Be Your Puppy yeah. to, to Android 18. <laughs> and isn't, uh, so- isn't Trunks holding his baby self at one point? Yes, it's very, very... Canon takes a... Complete nosedive for the DBZ movies. Oh yeah, the show itself is confusing enough. The movies don't count for shit. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't add the movies into any specific. Yeah. The movies part of are Dragon entirely their own thing. I'm being very yeah. specific when I say Dragon Ball Z here to anybody who's listening who understands yeah. what the fuck I'm talking yeah. about. Because fuck GT. Yeah. We don't talk about GT. Oh, GT man. didn't happen. It doesn't exist. We don't talk about it. Yeah, Even Dragon Toriyama Ball- doesn't talk about it. Because Dragon Ball Super superseded it. Exactly. Uh, this movie <laughs> oh, yeah. like, has a lot of uh, kind of some sadness to it because I mean it's the Spoilers, third. The Earth blows up. Well, yeah, and it's per- the third. It's the third pretty, and pretty quick too. Yeah, it's the third and final project of Fox Animation Studios, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and because it received a, it was a massive flop. Oh, big yeah. time. It did not do well in no, theaters. And yeah. I have I have a theory on that. Yeah. Well, and there well was it's a, yeah. Fox. I'm sorry. Yeah, Fox there, had a hand in it, and yeah. it didn't do well. And there was a, there was a canceled video game after that, and also three novels that are now currently out of print <laughs> that actually make it kind of interesting. Now seeing it, that would explain it. But I guess like my theory is is that the novels were actually supposed to be sequels or well they're prequels or, apparently yeah. well yeah they're prequels but they're supposed to be you know future movies that were explaining a little bit more well if you if you watch the uh the ending yeah. if you watch like where it says the voice talents well, of during the yeah. credits there's like there's character backgrounds like, yeah. like full bios I didn't characters. realize this until I yeah. watched it last night and I was like oh how did I miss this part? Like, I don't we've know, seen this movie a hundred times. Fan characters does that shit all the time. Right, though. exactly. Yeah. So when I was watching it, I stopped and I and he actually walked out of the room and I said, "Hey, 
come back here for a minute. I rewound it a bit. How much world building did they do before? It implies right. it implies quite a quite lot. a bit yeah. of world building. So I was like, come here. I want you to see this. And I said, hey, where where did these military numbers come from? Yeah, and, there's like different military yeah. like insignias and and like Goon, Goon and Stith get listed get their race listed, which yeah. we never hear in the movie. Right. The only one we hear about is Acrenians, and mm. that's that's Preed. I also would like to know. Um, what kind of uh, uh, military uh, background is sumo? Because apparently that's what Akima's... Space Japan. Yeah, I want to know what Akima's... Uh, Maybe it's her military training? Uh, sumo? I don't she know. She does not look like a sumo to me, I'm going to no. be honest. Right. <laughs> I just feel... I just kind of get the feeling this would have worked better as a TV show. Yes. He said the exact same thing. I think that this entire world would have worked better as like kind of a limited series sort of thing. Like maybe maybe six hour long episodes. Uh, That. Like 45 minute episodes or whatever. Just give us us a little more time to live in this world and and explore it. Because there's there's clearly a lot of work has been done in it. There's a lot of great design work going on. Like Give give us a whole episode where they're stuck on that drifter colony. Yeah, mm, and yeah, like let yeah. us meet these people. Let us meet the weirdly gray haired, giant chinned Jay Leno cartoon yeah, man. With the puppy. <laughs> the Jay Leno with the, pu- with the puppy. Jay Leno like, with the puppy. Because I was like, like, oh, I hope somebody saved like a cat or something. And then Jay Leno with puppy shows up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Yay! <laughs> like get, give us a little more time oh. to breathe in this world and to live in this world and understand yeah. why the dredge suck. And like Besides why their designs being hard to look at, but again, it kind of makes sense for them because the dredge are entirely alien to any other uh, any other form of life. Everything else needs, solely energy. Everything yeah. else needs to eat, needs to breathe, needs to do. Our, this is definitely soft sci-fi, by the way. This yeah. is not hard sci-fi because a race of pure energy beings is. Turn no. Electricity. It's like, yeah, that doesn't happen. They right. just, they're there to charge a battery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. ultimately, the sole point of their existence right now. Ultimately, they become a, a big battery. They become a massive 9 volt. Yeah. 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 And I, it just reminds me of when I was a kid. I had, like, do you remember Mondo drinks? Yep. Yes. You know, I had a blue Mondo bottle that I accidentally left out on a back deck. Yeah. And it started to melt. <laughs> it, lo- it looked like one of the dredge. Um, yeah. Like it, it just it started to get all warped and weird. And since I've been with playing Guild Wars Two, all I can think of is a uh, communist mole people. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, it's just. And it did take like it, it, you're right though. I think you know is that your theory into why it kind of flopped? Because it went too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, we're gonna it's get a little bit into spoiler territory here. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of Cor- as the whole thing. The world blows up. Corso's betrayal happens yeah. too fast. Yeah. I have no idea because I re- I saw a review of it a while ago mm-hmm. and I couldn't remember exactly what happens, but I'm like, wait, I think those two betray everybody later. They do. They yeah. do. And then it happens. Well, there. Like I'm, Preed's betrayal, the whole I get. Time, I'm like Preed's betrayal, I get because he's an arrogant, self-serving jackass. And you could kind of tell that right from the get-go, because yeah. he's, he's so slimy. Corso yeah. is also yeah. kind of greasy, but yeah. he has a good, yeah. like, face. He put he puts a good, like, face forward on it. Because he starts off with the whole humanity is, is worth saving, and, and he, you worked, know, yeah. he works with his father. And he worked and with Ron Perlman, because war, war yeah. never <laughs> changes. Um. <laughs> the first thing we hear in the movie is from Ron Perlman, so we kind of get the whole, 
yeah. you know, Fallout thing going on, so I'm already on board. Yeah. Mm. yeah and. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like I, no I women that, in yeah. this world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the no. first thing you see is like all the people that are like jumping I off did, ship, and I, there's no women. I <laughs> did think about that too. I'm like, okay, my first thought is like he's saying goodbye to his son, and he's like, I have to go on another ship now. Yeah, I have and to like, go now. My planet is Yeah, I have, to, I have to go somewhere else, and you have to go with, uh, with Tech. Go, go and, with Tech. Yeah, go, go, go with, with Tech. <laughs> Go attack! I'll be here, son. Be proud, son. And I'm like, where's his mom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He I'm doesn't like, have yeah. a mom, which is fine. People, yeah. You know, people don't have moms. Yeah, they, they, they really did yeah. wait until the last possible second to evacuate Earth. Right. Everybody's leaving as the dredge fucking show up. Now, I'll that's one little bit that kind of gets to me, and I don't really understand, like, why why this is because if the, if humans are at this point. Already part of the intergalactic community. We don't know much other than we see that alien guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Tech is already down there with them, it's assumed that other aliens have had contact with them and they've made yeah. it out into the into the greater yeah, and galaxy. You have, you have alien working with the humans too. Right. You think somebody would have said, "Hey guys, the dredge are on their way. Maybe you we should, should leave, leave. now." Mm-hmm. Not when. Oh wait. Uh, <laughs> We can see them entering yeah. the atmosphere. We should go. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I would say maybe they had last minute. Maybe they just got everything working last minute. But that doesn't seem very likely. With all, maybe if it was one escape ship, but these are multiple escape right. ships. I can understand last minute finally getting the Titan together and get yeah. that that yeah. properly set up to go. That I can understand, but I'm not sure. Dozens. Is that what the dad went underground for? Mm-hmm. And he flew the thing somewhere. Yeah. How big is that? I was confused. Like, how big is that thing supposed to be? I don't know. It's. Pre- I want to say the Titan is maybe a quarter of the size of our moon. Mm-hmm. It is a yeah. massive, um, massive how did ship. He fit that in underground? Because. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it would make more sense if that kind of shit was assembled in space. Well, you can't hide that though. No. And that and the Titan Especially if you're trying to hide it from a, a warlike race who's trying to exterminate your entire being, trying to hide something like that in space where they can see it. Is it and why you couldn't can, they just scan the planet and find it? Well see they did. That's why they blew it up. Oh I thought they were just exterminating all the humans. The reason they're exterminating the humans is because of the of the power of the Titan project because used differently, if a Titan ship was put into, say, a populated star like uh, star cluster. Let's just say it's the Garden of Eden creation kit. And remember what Fallout happens 30. if and remember what happens if you turn on the Garden of Eden creation kit while you're standing next to it. Yeah, you die. Yes. You could on, explode. And that is on a uh, that is on a solar scale. Like, an entire solar system could be smashed into what the Titan creates. Isn't this, like, the, the plot of, like, Star Trek Two? The gen- Star Trek... Kind of. The Genesis, the, uh, the Genesis oh, Project... Yeah, yeah, the Genesis Project, in the wrong hands, could be a vicious weapon. Yeah. Same as the Titan Project. It could be a... It, it could be, if we're going Star Wars, it, it's Starkiller Base. Yeah. Where it can destroy a star and thus destroy an entire system. Well, if these are, if these guys are aliens are like made of energy, what the fuck do they care? Because it can destroy them too. Oh. As with we enough, find out later. With enough energy, it can destroy another pit of energy. 
Mm-hmm. It can it can straight up repurpose them as we see later, and so. it does repurpose them into and, a big fucking battery. And the dredge are just basically sp- uh, like space tyrants at mm-hmm. this point. They're like the they're the lawful evil faction in space. Mm-hmm. Everyone leaves them alone because they're too powerful, and just kind of lets them do their thing. They're basically the empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, movie starts. Earth explodes. Short movie. Um, (laughs) Earth explodes. Uh, A lot of humans do manage to get off the planet. Not everyone does. Um, Our hero, Kale, spelled with a C, (laughs) not a K. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, 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 was that the name of a Neil Breen character? (laughs) It was. And now I'm thinking, oh my god. It was. So was. I kept thinking that, you know, don't make him into a smoothie. Our hail, yeah. our, our our hero, yeah. leafy vegetable. Um, he a uh, leafy green. He uh, manages like, to get away. He's but like twenty years old. Fifteen yeah. years later, he's like he's you know twenty years old. Yeah. He's working on uh, Tau fourteen. Well, mining wasn't he rock. like he was four years old? When he's a little. He said he's I, over. Four. I'm over. I'm so older than four. I'm older than okay, four. So okay, he's yeah, obviously yeah. five. Yeah. Four and a half or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's working basically in a like salvage yard out by a mining asteroid called Tau fourteen. And he's got a huge ship on his shoulder for being human. Mm-hmm. And everyone's treating humans like space trash because that's what we've become in the la- in the last fifteen years since Earth went poof. I feel like there yeah. should have been more explanation about that though, rather than just oh <coughs> yeah, they're just you know. I mean, where- racism. Well, we got no humans have nowhere to go. We're imperious assholes, and of course we're gonna like rub everybody the wrong way when we suddenly show up and say, "Hey, give us your planet. We deserve um, it." Yeah. Well, we don't know if anything of that took place. It's like what? Uh, it, what is the year? Three thousand. Three thousand. Three thousand twenty. Yeah. So yeah. who the hell you, knows what human met, culture is like? Well, think you've about met this, humans, though. yes. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. well, think about this too. We have nothing to to give the universe. Exactly. We literally showed up and went. Hey, We're a bunch our, of planet, our planet just exploded. We have nothing. Please help. We literally turned into... So aliens hate refugees. Beggars. Yes. And, well, and who's to say we weren't imperious douchebags when we first got into the into the galaxy? I feel like the movie should have... We, exactly. It should have been... A long, it should have been a longer series. Like, have a, a flashback episode, like episode three, have like a flashback to how we got into the galactic world, a galactic e- economy and all that. All this really told us is that humans at this point are treated as second-class citizens. Mm-hmm. Yo. Humans get to the back of the line, is what it says. So that right there kind of tells us that humans are second-class citizens. Yeah, we're space trash. Yeah, Which honestly yeah. is an interesting origin for humans. I would love to play in an RPG set in this galaxy. Mm. Yeah, it would make playing a human interesting yeah. instead of just like the standard. Yeah, yeah. you know, I totally see your point. I, it, and I'm pretty sure someone else has already worked on a lot of the details of this because there has to be a world bible. Because if yeah. we if we see on those bios at the end. Goon and Stith get, like, race names. They get all sorts of other information. Like, we find out what Preed's blood type is. <laughs> yes, it's what? like A-G-G. Yeah. It's like, somebody did details on this, and I want to see this. I thought the hydrogen what? trees were cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, and, the, and the hydrogen cheese... Uh, hydrogen cheese? <laughs> Tree, yeah. yeah. Hydrogen <laughs> trees 
were some of the CGI that worked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because of the... the now, we, we'd mentioned before, there, it's mixed media. We have the standard animation, and we have CGI. When they're in space, and they're on, like, space stations, and they're in the, in the spaceship, and all of that, the mix kind of works. Mm. The right. dredge stand out because they are supposed to stand out. They are pure energy, and they glow, and they're supposed to be wrong. I feel right. like there could have been a better way to somehow less... It doesn't look in necessarily intentional. It, it looks like, oh, that's some badly aged CGI. Again, it was also 2000. They, they worked with what they had, but yes, they, the dredge do stand out. They're meant, to stand, oh. they're meant to stand out, but maybe a bit too much mm. is what happened with that. And then the CGI later on, when we're on Planet Bob... <laughs> The CGI uh. for the for the ground <laughs> and the plateaus. That's some that's some serious Beast Wars Transformers level uh, CGI. I, I kept looking for the Axelon. Uh, it wasn't there. No. Somebody maximized, damn it. <laughs> I mean honestly what it looked like there was just some left um a little bit of deep side of this, but there's um Apparently, in um, Hollywood, one of the things that people do in order to make people look busy, especially if it's office scenes, mm -hmm. is they have old medical stuff, like old medical records that have been disposed, or like somebody died, and it's just, it mm -hmm. becomes, you know, and they donate the body to science. So they just look at it or look through it, and the it's perfectly, yeah, it becomes prop. Yeah, yeah, like paperwork prop, they look through it, and it just, I imagine that. Somebody did this, and they're getting ready, and they look at it, and they see, hey, that skin looks like a planet. <laughs> <laughs> or that looks like, like we yeah. got to put that in. Or we, we got to, like, you know, we've got to put something in and just maybe decorate over this. Something will look like, because it, it, it looked awful. Mm -hmm. It looked like a close-up of a bad sunburn. Yeah. yeah. It just, like, oof. That was some of the CGI that did not. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. the frame rate was weird. Yes, the frame rate did get janky here yeah. and there. It's like it slowed down with some of the CGI. It did. Mm -hmm. You think it should be the opposite, unless they didn't have enough computers at the render farm. I but, think so. Well, well, here's the thing: the thinking about it, because I hadn't even really thought about the the frame rate thing, but the dredge move in a weird way. Yeah, they do. They are slight. They seem to be slightly out of sync. So they it. I, this is a guess on my end. It might have been intentional to have the dredge animated in a different frame rate than the rest of the world because no. they're different. They're not the same. I don't think so. Yeah, I, think I, don't, that was, I don't agree with that. No, but, yeah. I think that was literally because they just didn't have. I it love could this have been movie, and I'm trying to make exceptions <laughs> I, for it. I damn it. Well, sometimes the regular animation was a bit weird too. Yeah. So. Some of the some of the mouth movements I've noticed were a little over the top, and like the animations have the whole. It's very much a Don Bluth thing where everybody has to be constantly in some state of motion, no matter yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you must die. Why am I naked? Yeah, yeah well, he hello. Oh. I'm still I'm still naked here. <laughs> okay, that part was fun. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the world, uh, basically, the world's been destroyed, humans are space trash, um, uh, Kale does not like working on this space asteroid, but he's kind of stuck because he, the, the roles are reversed, and he's now taking care of Tech, who in the f past 15 years has gone blind, and, uh, suddenly, uh, jo Joseph Corso, a associate of Kale's father, shows up, 
and uh, and basically saves Kale from a beating from a couple of aliens who you know don't like him very much. Corso explains, "You are the future of humanity. Let me see your ring that your dad gave you." And we're randomly, the ring was perfectly sized for a five-year-old kid's hand. Oh, and it still fits. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling it a D&D wondrous object. It resized itself. <laughs> but it's actually a storage device that contains a galaxy map pointing to where the Titan was hidden. I'm just like, it's still GPS. Hmm? It is. It's still cool. It oh, is. Yeah. He puts <laughs> the ring back on his on his hand, and there's a map on his left palm. It has something to do with the fact that it, it reads DNA. his DNA, and mm-hmm. since he shares his father's DNA... So that's why he has to be... They can't just chop his finger off, I guess. Nope, it has to be or, active. Or put so, it on somebody else. So, yeah, they take, take they end up getting Kale back onto the ship as the dredge... You know, the dredge attack, because they're right behind Corso, because... Reasons. Reasons. We find they're, they're like, right on his heels. Uh, they get... Back onto their ship, the Valkyrie, after a really cool kind of blast through uh, the vacuum of space into the cargo hold. Oh, yeah. And to remember to uh, exhale before... Exhale. What? Exhale! And they kick the windows open. Well, if you have uh, the air in your your lungs, if you're out in the void of space, it will boil off. Oh, I thought it froze. I thought it possibly one of the other. Explosive decompression is absolutely a thing. Mm. So it's that little okay. So the whole movie is soft sci-fi, but they have that one little hard sci-fi moment in it. Just like okay, you've paid attention. Somebody was listening. That's in class. the only time because guess what? There's noises in space and explosions. <laughs> yes. So if something blows up in space, but space can't have a big fiery explosion, what the hell does it look like? There might be a quick blast of flame, but it would not. It, it would not does, last long. If there's enough, if there's enough oxygen involved, yeah, it there will last. be some sort of explosion, but it'll be very fast. It wouldn't last more than won't. a second, maybe. Yeah, you you might see a, a bright light, and then it'll just extinguish, mm-hmm. like this. Because if, we, if there's enough oxygen around it, but if we did that, most that. of the, if we did that, most of the movie would be silent. I know. I realize now, the the silence of space is something they did quite well in Firefly. Which, this movie, I feel, is kind of a proto-form of Firefly. There's definite... Mm. Uh, because Joss Whedon, uh, Joss, Re- Joss Whedon, whether, you know, he's kind of a dickbag, we yes. found out, but he made some good shit before we found out he was a complete asshole. Mm. Um, Firefly. Y- you know what? Yeah. yeah Joss Whedon that... is an asshole. Well, yeah, but you're saying it's like it's he's... a... He did it's the prereq to Firefly. Yeah, yeah. this is this I mean, is a, he did the screenplay for this. He yeah, one of the, I, the I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you look at Corso when he first shows up, to he's save fucking Kim. Mal. I'm yeah. sorry. He's got Mal's brown yeah. coat and he's got Wash's uh, Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Shirt yeah. on, yes. It's like this is some, and I'm pretty sure the pistol that he has. I is, thought he was just wearing black and white shirt. The first thing he's wearing when you see him, he's oh. wearing Mal's tight pants with his boots. He's cat and tight pants with the yeah. boots. He's got it's a brown his jacket. Brown jacket and on, and he's, he's yeah. wearing. There's a, a uh, white button-up with different, like, Hawaiian yeah. designs on it. And that's that's uh, definitely Wash's shirt. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But, um, so yeah. Um, they get, they get away, mm-hmm. they find out, they figure out, like, oh, we need to go to this planet and talk to the, I don't remember the name of the planet, but they need to go talk to the Gowl, an, yeah. ancient, an ancient species. And apparently that nobody things. knows what they look like. No one knows what they look like because they don't get out much. So they yeah. go to planet yeah. name who 
escapes me, and they yeah. have that's to like hydrogen trees. And they, yeah, there's that's nowhere af- to really. That's really. after they meet some of the crew on yes. the ship yes, because you, the you are yeah. skipping the crew, which is I'm, part of the best part I'm of skipping, this movie. I'm skipping Goon and Stitch. The turtle is Goon, voiced by John Leguizamo, which is a great choice. Yes, pissed off. Okay, you gotta you gotta admit beyond beyond maybe Matt Damon. You you have to admit some of the voice talent in this movie is great. Oh yeah, the, the voices work. Yeah, that the voices absolutely work. Even even Ron Perlman kind of phoning it in, and you can tell that he's like distracted with a sandwich during half of his lines. <laughs> but it's it's but it, it still works. Okay, I kept making. Um, uh, Independence Day jokes the entire time because every time Bill Pullman was on, I was I was making Independence Day jokes. I had to. It's just I yeah. love Bill Pullman. I do. I love him. But Independence Day is also one of my favorite terrible movies. We are not going to go uh, quietly into the night. <laughs> The ending of the whole ending with the battery thing did seem very much like an ass pull Independence Day. Oh, absolutely. Oh, big time. Like a. Yeah, I was oh, also I was also seeing Spaceballs a little bit too. Oh yeah, yeah. when when, Ka- when Kale escapes in yeah. the dread ship yeah. and he's bouncing around, she's oh, just like, I can fly. I'm a pilot. When they're when they're escaping Earth, all I could think of is, oh no, you're gonna end up on the ship that has like Polly Shore and Rosie O'Donnell, and it's going to the sun instead of Mars. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, well, which Treehouse of Horror Simpsons was that? Oh, I can't remember. There's well, got to be like ones, 30 yeah. of them by now. Yeah. Well, it's somewhere around there, yeah. Space, and then they're yeah. on the wrong spaceship. Yeah. The one that's oh, real. I just remember Homer, and, Homer and Bart were floating out. They're like, ah, as their head explodes. Because <laughs> that was better than spending time with obnoxious celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> being yeah. on the journey to be shot into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, we're, uh, so yeah, they're on on the planet. They meet the Gowl, who they think are these weird kind of pterodactyl <laughs> monster things. But yeah. it turns out they're actually this you know sentient they race that help. Like vampires. They look yeah, like pterodactyl <laughs> vampires, and they kind of stand there just kind of glaring, and yeah. they don't. Yeah, there's, they no universe, there's no universal <laughs> translators, so the, they don't really talk to anyone. They just turn they around just, very dramatically, put their hand put up, the hand the up to the moon. <laughs> they all look like dressed like weird, clerg- spooky clergy. Yeah, yes. straight up, we got like we got vampire black. pterodactyl cardinals, men, which again, I want more time <laughs> in this universe. Yeah, yeah. Like, because the, the 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 aliens were not just the bumpy headed aliens you get from Star Trek. The, one of the guys that was beating up Kale on the on the space station was an amalgamation of tentacles, teeth, and eyeballs. Yeah, and like I, I ah, I love it. And when they're at the space station getting the food, and Jim Brewer plays the cook, yes. the space cockroach. He's literally a space cockroach is the cook. Yeah, and I love their food, like the the meatballs, kind of yeah. like, like just bouncing around on the plate. And Kale's complaining. He's like, "Look, I just want I want, I want already kill, dead. Yeah. I want already dead food. Yeah, I want them to kill my food before they serve it, or at least try to." Then yeah. I wanted somehow to I I want to somehow see Mash get mixed up in this. <laughs> I mean, th- there is absolutely a I chance see that Space Mash. There's yeah. absolutely a chance of running into that, like on like the Drifter Colony. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. th- there's just like you know, uh, like a medical medical tent there, and it's just like we have Space Hawkeye, who's some <laughs> kind of like blue blue guy I'm or something. Sorry, the whole, the whole point. Be, I, I remember Futurama had yeah. I Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Get him some cord. Oh, 
sandwich. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, us, get some corn alcohol. Yep. No, I don't need it. Not for you. For him. For him. He's about to pass out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and space cockroach. He gets. Yeah. yeah. Space cockroach gets blown to bits. Like a but he has dentures. And his then. teeth fall to the ground. And they look yeah. like cartoon dentures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is the, but how the, did it get to a point where a cockroach needed dentures in order to cook food? Who like, knows? That, that's where I'm, I, I want I'm, more. I I'm 100 percent with you. I want more of this. I think it was to make the violence more cartoony, yeah, right? Yeah. Less yeah. for the kids. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good point. With the I mean, chatter teeth is, looking which is teeth. funny because yeah. this movie is rated PG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say this is a PG movie. This is a PG right. yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, we don't really get even bad words. Which is even, really funny get... because there's nudity in it. Uh huh. What Kale's butt? It doesn't matter. Uh, it's like I about, three, butts in about cartoons. Yes. Yeah, three quarters of Kale's butt we end up seeing. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's there's it's still compared to today, two thousand with the rating system that we have. <laughs> we were weirdly for less being puritanical PG. then. Yeah. We were yeah, we were weirdly less puritanical in 2000 than we are right now. I thought yeah, 80s true. PG before PG 13 was a thing was uh, a lot harder PG. Not really. Yeah, it could have been. No, no, I'm yeah. not talking about 2000s. I mean, like yeah, before in the 80s, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it allowed PG 13. It, yeah. it allowed a bit more language, I think. Yeah, like you could get away with hell, damn, and ass. Yeah, where you it, can't really in PG now. Yeah. Not really. No. You can probably get away with the word hell as long as it's not being used as a uh, as a pejorative. Yeah. Uh, just remember the Mighty Ducks. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. Familiar with it. And uh, Quack. yeah, Quack, no. yeah. But the kids in the Mighty Ducks would actually slightly swear. Yeah. And that's a PG movie. Yeah. Well, back then wasn't crack a swear? Yeah. yeah. Well, what? Yeah. It's, when I was a kid, I yeah. got in trouble because I said crap. Yeah. My brain just went through the seven deadly words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I miss George Carlin. Anyway. Um. So yeah. So they're on this planet. Ooh. They figure out yeah. that uh, Kale's dad had been in this one, same spot and had communicated in some way with the Gowl, and they're trying to show him like, put your hand up to the moon, and he does that, and the and the map changes. It readjusts, so it's like pointing to a different area. And they're like, oh, they're in this nebula th- thing here. And they're like, okay, cool. Now, they had left Preed and Goon back on the ship to watch out for the dredge. Yeah. Because the dredge are hot on their heels. Goon is preoccupied with a mach- with a device that he made in his sleep that uses, it uses all kinds of weird things. It uses Gintogak. Very unstable. I put a button on it. I wish to press it, but I don't know what will happen if I do. You'll get a million dollars, but somebody you've never met will die. <laughs> I love Goon because you're one of those like... I hit the button. Can I hit it multiple times? Do I get multiple millions if I do? <laughs> you're over there just straight up rosebudding it. Bink, 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 bink. I'm talking, no one ever said I was a good person. I'm talking Rosebud from The Sims, not anything you might be thinking. Stop uh, going to those sites. Uh, anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> It was his sled. It was his sled. <laughs> yeah. I just saved you two long boobless hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was like, so yeah, they, they're trying to get away from the from the dredge because uh, Preed is too busy trying to shoot a mantis because I don't know, overkill. Bored. And Goon is distracted by trying to figure out what he invented last night. So they don't <laughs> see the dredge show up until they're right on top of him. 
So we get this big crazy like rate like chase through the hydrogen trees where the, the gal are taking turns carrying uh, Corso and uh, and Kale and Akima gets to their sled which is very similar to the mule that we see in this in, in the Serenity movie. Yes, it's like again we are there are so many parallels here. Watch Firefly, it's so good. Mm. Um, eventually they. Sort of make their escape, yeah. but at the last second, Kale and Akima are what? thrown from the from the sled, end yeah. up in the water, and the dredge zoop, takes them up so, into their thing. So many things about other planets, what they have instead of water, that I'm yeah, just like... because good... Who knows what that is? It's gotta was. be, it. like, hydrochloric acid Yeah, I'm wondering shit. what the hell that water was, too. I they was just like, good water. lord, they that cannot smell good. They have to have been chafing after that. When so. the trees are, like, explosive balls of hydrogen. Like, right. Mm. Yeah. So they get sucked into this dread ship, which oh, takes which takes back off. And they start chasing it down. Yeah. It's, and then... Oh, it's weird with the ship, how it just absorbs them, it, too. Thunk, and yeah. they just Ooh. stop, and there's... Yeah. Into the ship because the ship is pure energy. It's just it's solidified just energy. Right, exactly. It's just jello. And then just for a large for a large chunk of <laughs> this bit of the movie, I saw that episode of, uh, of Mythbusters. Soft sci-fi, baby. Like. I don't know what <laughs> they made out of. Yes. I don't know, man. I don't, I'm just like I saw uh, it, man. You see, she was just asking, how can how can energy be solid? Soft sci-fi, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's what we got. I could uh, let it go in Star Trek. Well, yeah. I, could, I could. Hard light holograms. Thank you. Thank you. That's where I was going. <laughs> the dredge will have an H on their forehead. Uh, <laughs> I can't picture nice things. My brain's rebelled. I can't Watch Red Dwarf, kids. Yes, Red Dwarf. <laughs> A lot of sci-fi suggestions today. <laughs> um... It's cold outside. There's no kind of anyway. Um, <laughs> focus. So for a good chunk of this middle bit of the movie, everything is blue. Da ba dee da ba die. Oh god. Because painfully blue. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, they yeah, we have a little trouble looking at it. It's mm-hmm. only like no, no, thankfully the it's, sequence it's is only like maybe maybe ten minutes long. But it's yeah. a lot of bright blue. Yeah. But in the uh, in the meantime, uh, we go on to... We see on the Valkyrie that Corso can track Akima. Apparently, they yeah. have lojacked their, pir- uh, their pilot, and they can track her wherever she's going. So they go to track her down, and figuring they're going to find you know the dredge ship and find both of them. But that's not how it goes. The dredge copy the map from Kale's hand and figure out, Oh, this is where the Titan is. Let's go break shit. And they jettison Akima because she's useless. She's useless to them, so they jettison her off into space. And they put Kale in prison because we have to do that because this is the GPS. Yeah, he he is their he is their navigation unit. He's their sat nav, so that's what's going to happen there. Hmm? Even though they copied the map, they did, but they don't have like a direct line to it. They copied the map, but theirs doesn't move the way his does. Like he, when he, he's in certain places, can, it will change. Yeah, they can get to the area, but they need him to get to the, like turn left on Robeson Street. Yeah, oh, like yeah. they figure out mm. they figure out that the Titan is somewhere in the ice rings of Tegrin, mm. but the ice rings of Tegrin is enormous. <laughs> mm. It is big enough to create a fucking solar system, or at least a good chunk of it of the Goldilocks zone of a solar system. I'll get to that in a bit. Oh, it's just Earth. They re- they made a new planet. 
But in, in you know, basically, it had to have done all the math to figure out they're in the Goldilocks zone of a particular star, so that life can actually happen. They have the ice rings to melt to turn into the oceans, and they have all of the shit in the Titan, which we'll get to, to repopulate everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made jokes about that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Kale figures out the fatal flaw of the dredge um, force fields, which is touching it. <laughs> this is a little weird. I'm pretty sure that's not how force fields should work, okay. but it does. Oh, yeah. Okay, has anybody here seen the Hunger Games movies? Um, I did no. see yeah. one, the first one. Okay, that's well, not going to help. It's in the second one. Uh-oh. In the second movie and in the second book, um, Katniss finds that there's a uh, kind of a glitch in the force field that they use. Mm-hmm. In the very first Hunger Games, um, she manages to freak out the judges when she goes for her evaluation by using a bow and arrow to shoot an apple um, like at one of the game makers during her eval uh, as, like, he was about to eat it. And after that, they put a force field up between the contestants and the evaluators because, (laughs) you know, they don't want to accidentally get fucking shot. Um... When well, why would they get shot by the people that they've they're systematically trying to kill. that they have systematically starved for generations? Right, starved and try to kill, right? So um, she notices that these force fields have like a little glitch in them, and she ends up talking to another contestant who is the one who actually created these force fields, and he mentions that yeah, there is a glitch, and this is how you get around it. So in this scene, well, that makes more sense to have a um, backdoor like, right thing. What do they call that? Yeah, basically it's like a backdoor to get around it or how to, to disable it or anything like that. So he t- he teaches her how to do that. Um, so when Kale does this, it made me think of that. However, this is way more yeah, rudimentary. He basically grabs he the takes, edges of electricity and pushes them out and climbs he basically out of it. He basically takes, his, takes electricity that kind of just... Like like, that, the, like the static dome at the yeah, um, yeah, at the takes, at the science museum where you and your hair goes warm. Yeah, yeah. He basically takes static electricity that forms on his fingertips, brings it together, and then manages to make like a hole with it and pulls it open. I'm not sure how that actually works. I thought the first time he touched the thing, it he, it, it blew it, it back. Yeah. So mm. does it have something to do with the way electricity works? Maybe the way or, electricity works in his body, maybe... Or it's dissipated, maybe, because he did two spots the second time instead of just one pure one spot to launch him backwards. I don't know. I don't know, but apparently know, he but can understand... it is, he figured it out. And apparently he can speak dredge. He can speak dredge. Because he understands what they're saying and freaks mm-hmm. out about it. It's Even just like, no, it's just subtitles. They're making... Blah, 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 sounds. The only it's thing like, I can think of is it's like Babblefish. Um, <laughs> he's got a Babblefish in his No, ear. seriously. It's the only thing I can think of is that they help because he can understand tech, too. So it the makes me... Tech's, tech is speaking English, though. How do you know? We're never told. So... It makes me think that they have well, then, some sort of universal translator. Then why aren't the dredge speaking English? How do we know that they're not speaking well, English? Because they're, they're not. They're subtitles. Right. Yeah. But how do we know that, that he's, that's not how he's understanding it? This mm. is what makes me think, was it something that could have been understood by body language? Like, uh-oh, she's 
freaking out. They're going to do something to get rid of her because, I mean, what else would they do? They're assholes. Right. I mean, maybe. It just makes me. It just makes me think that there's some sort of universal translator going on because all of these characters are, they all are not just going to be speaking common. Right. So it makes me think that they all have some sort of universal translator. Galactic basic. What? (laughs) It's... Pedantry. I love It just makes me think, this is another thing that the movie does not go over, but Mm -hmm. it makes me think that there's some sort of universal translator that they all Mm -hmm. have. Maybe it's embedded, maybe that it's, it's... I don't know. It's probably written somewhere in the World Bible. Yeah. Let me see the Bible. I want to read it. Please. Um, It just, it makes me think that there's uh, some sort of universal translator that he has or he's had or he, whatever. um, That everyone has. That everyone has. So they can understand each other. (laughs) He took a high school course on dredge. Mass Effect. (laughs) (laughs) Sick, simper, Tyrannosaurus. Yes. Um... So yeah, so he manages to uh, escape the dredge ship by stealing a dredge fighter. Uh, apparently he knows how to work dredge technology yeah, now because reasons. They're probably all basic. And he flies off and just kind of bounces off sides of the ship. And this is where we got the, I can fly. <laughs> I'm a pilot. <laughs> so he flies off and he ends up meeting back up with the Valkyrie. Who, in the meantime, had tracked uh, Akima to a... I think it's like a drifter, not a drifter colony. It's it was like a colony. space it's bazaar. Like a, it's sort of like thing. a space bazaar, and she was gonna be sold off as a slave. She was jettisoned in a pod, mm-hmm. and they picked her up. They picked her up as as like a part of as uh, like trash. Detritus, and she was gonna yeah. be sold off as slave labor. But because she's been lowjacked, they track where she is, and they kind of you know they go to save kind her. Of infiltrate in, and you know, Preed's acting like a like a traitor, and he's got uh, he's got stiff oh, and, and Corso this, dressed up like you know is, dressed up like servants. This part has my favorite line in the entire movie. Yeah, and they come up Legitly on this, on this guard standing, you know, standing oh. guard over the slave things, and they come over and they you know pretend to be you know the traitors. Like any chance slavers. I have to, I have an appointment to get my ear shaved. They have to be booked months in advance. <laughs> you know, any chance I could see the thing, see them right away, and he's like <laughs> yelling like at too. Corso. Who's pretending to be a slave and kicking him? And Cors was like, "You motherfucker! Don't get used to this." <laughs> and then the guard's just staring at them. He goes, "You're lying." Ukrainian <laughs> traders always threaten before they make uh, they make a bargain. It's tradition. And you, you're not a slave. Probably ex-military. Look the way he holds himself. He's, He's going fucking back Sherlock Holmes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously. And then they just and then <laughs> just like, "Well, fuck it." And kangaroo kicks him in the face. Yeah, yeah. And this is where I also thought about it that I wanted to see more as well. Yeah. Is this guy either is an ex-military himself mm-hmm. or either got yelled at because he let too many people go through and then right, he yeah. has to like overcompensate everybody else? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah. I want to know I want to yeah. know the, the, yeah. the yeah. I, I want this guy. I want I like Jerry's story. Like, I yeah. want to know what the deal is with, with Jerry the, the alien guard. But this is yeah. this is where my favorite and line And her favorite entire... line yeah. comes in because pre just like, huh. An intelligent guard. Didn't see that Didn't one see coming. Didn't see that one coming. And then tases the fuck out of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, I. that's my favorite line in this movie. It's just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so they find it, They find Akima's cell, and yeah. she's already beaten up everybody inside of it. And she's who just was trying sitting to on top her. of the pod, yeah. like, hey, did she have a baseball like, bat that yeah. looked like a really large corn dog? Like, she, like a club or whatever. I think she just, grabbed one of the clubs from one of the other guys yeah. in the room and just started hitting people yeah. with yep. it. It looked like a big corn dog. Yep. Yeah, she's already kicked everyone's ass. She's like, what took you, Captain? So... Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Valkyrie, they um, 
know, but the addition of that is where they were those like the scenes fading out. You have the one guy get up and fall over again, yes. ah, and she's just, yeah, and she's just there over. waiting, just like okay, yeah, like filing whack-a-mole. nails, waiting, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's she's just sitting there playing whack a mole the entire time. Yeah. She's like, all right. So it's like yeah, she's basically affected her own her own rescue, which yes. is again that's that's. A, Granted, yeah. there are literally three women total in this entire goddamn movie. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. there's not enough women in this, but, but this is a all, Joss Whedon movie, like, so that's not that much cool. of a surprise. Well, it's a Joss Whedon movie wherein the, the women characters we get... We get badass ...are women. strong, yeah. badass women, I, but we don't get very many of that's them. That's my point. It's like I, that's, that's my whole point about that, though, is that, yes, Josh, Joss Whedon has a tendency to write... Hardcore badass characters. Zoe is fucking amazing. Yes, um, but we don't get a lot of them. No, we yeah. get a lot of hardcore hard ass male characters, tons yeah. of them. Yeah. But we only get two or three, you know, mm-hmm. awesome female characters. But we don't get many of them. I so, don't think we need to have every character be the same kind of badass archetype. Like Goon wasn't. He was more like an absent-minded scientist, yeah. right? And that's ADD. perfectly and, fine. And I have Sti- no problem. And, and Stith wasn't necessarily like the fighter. She's she, no, she was. The, she's an engineer who. One of my favorite know, lines in this entire movie of hers is, "I'm a well-read, educated person. I am I'm not. I am not, not a mechanic. mechanic. Yes, yes. that's. I like, keep fighting the good fight, precious Preed. I will kill you." I will kill you. That's that's another one of my favorite lines in the movie is her just yelling that she's well read and educated. And I am well I am educated and well read. I am not a mechanic. If, and then through the rest of the scene after that, you can angry. see her in the corner throwing her tools around and being pissed off. She's just angry, and that's but I like her. She she's a hot tempered engineer who is stuck fixing basically wash a flying washing machine when yes. you get down to it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. She's basically the the, uh, the waitress from yeah. Waiting that's pissed off all the time. Yeah. yeah. She got her name. Yes. Yeah. Margaret. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Margaret ah, from Waiting. Foreigners! Foreigners! <laughs> uh, so, um... They yeah, pretend so they, not to know to tip ya! They, they, met, they meet back up. Um, the crew of the Valkyrie thinks the Dredge are attacking, but there's only one ship, and they fire and hit him at one point and before they realize it's Morse Kale. Code. Yeah. And Kale's doing... No, yeah. he's doing the code that he did to fix Goon's uh, map. Oh. And Goon oh. recognized the numbers, went, wait, 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 no, 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 it's, it's Kale! Yeah. yeah. You know, keep shooting anyway, blow off one of his wings, and Kale's yeah. like, no, 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 it's me, I, I it's was me. confused at that point, I was like, how did he know? Yeah. It was the same, it was yeah. the same numbers that Kale used to fix uh, Goon's map when they first met. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, everybody's back together again. Um, they... They they set a course for um, for the uh, the ice. Yeah, they set a course for, for the ice rings of Tigrin, but it takes yeah. a while to get there. And, and there's get... also the, the semi-quasi-romantic-y hug. Yeah, that uh, between yeah. Uh, between the two uh, the two young uh, youngest characters, the only two humans in the goddamn movie. Yeah, they're gonna be um, yeah. <laughs> well, Corso Corso doesn't count. He's an old grizzled man. He doesn't get a love interest. But you could tell right away he was gonna turn. Yeah, as soon as he uh, mentioned, he's like, "Well, there's not many humans around." I'm like he's he, yeah. and his turn, his turn still yeah. comes too yeah. fast because yeah. it comes it's a small fucking yeah. immediately. The but it's look like very he's big, a, so he shouldn't be screaming at yeah. his dredge bosses. No, he should make sure yeah. his doors closed. Yeah. yeah, and you said to yourself though, is that you know he's 
He's an old grizzled man, so he's like, yeah. he, there hasn't been many humans around, so how did he survive? You know, how did he survive? He made backdoor deals in order mm-hmm. to save his own neck. For There's a reason the dredge are directly behind him, because yeah. they're following him, because he made a fucking deal with them. Yeah. What they're not but, supposed to be doing is shooting at him. Right. That's what he's yeah. so pissed but off But the dredge about. are just yeah. like, no, fuck you, we're imperious assholes, we're going to kill whatever we want to kill, we're going to destroy the, t- the Titan too, so yeah. fuck off. Um... So, and Akima and Kale learn of this. Um, what, right, like they dock at a uh, at a drifter colony to pick up supplies or whatever, and they're going out to do some trading. Well, they're and about to dock because they have no. Docked. They, they are physically docked. Are they physically docked? And they're going out to do some yeah. trading, and they stumble across Corso arguing with the Dredge Queen about. Uh. This about it, the whole the, the deal. Like we deliver you the Titan, we get money, and you don't blow our asses apart. <laughs> we forgot to mention the whole thing, like Kale doesn't see what's so important about um continuing you know, humans are doomed. What's the point of finding the Titan and making a new planet or that's, yeah, that's what just, he was like. He started then, off that way yeah, and yeah. slowly so, started to change. But um with through his relationship with Akima, he's like notices she has a small collection of um, Earth stuff like yeah, a baseball, and he keeps calling it junk, and she's like, "It's not junk." And um, and when they go to the colony, then he, um, in, in talking to uh, whoever it is with the, it's, he he runs across a little boy with a soccer ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, and uh, talks to his, talks to his gets, sister, who is yeah. literally the third female in this fucking yes. movie. The the sister who is like who starts explaining that he. he uh, Every, he plays with this ball and he imagines uh, running on a field of grass. Yeah. Which is funny because this kid has never seen grass before. Has yeah. no it's, fucking well, clue what grass is. Their, their because their dad is a soccer player. And he has a card, yeah, trading has, card of his he's father. He's seen the trading card, but he's seen grass, but he's never actually physically touched it. Touched grass. He's young enough that he was born, he was born after, the, after Earth exploded. Yeah, he was born like on the trading holiday. Yeah. So, you know, having these objects around and the idea that maybe they'll find a place to belong gives people hope. And that's what changes yeah. it's starting Kale's mind. I yes. feel like yeah. that part could have been like its own episode too. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm telling you, like a six, maybe seven episode run of this. It doesn't have to be as yeah. crazy CGI'd. It could be your know, standard just animation. Standard yeah. animation would have been fine. Give yeah. us, I'm, I've said it a dozen times, just l- give us some room. Let us breathe in this world. Yeah. Let us experience this uh, universe. You're right. I mean, it really seems like a Doctor Who series. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Like, it really does. Like, the, the old style Doctor Who series where they would do like five, six episodes with mm-hmm. a Doctor and then just leave it and then and go to would, the next adventure. And right. it would work. Yeah. It really yeah. would work with this world. Yeah. I, I genuinely yeah. want to see more of it. Yeah, and I think you could still do it. You could do it as a BBC thing where it's like, you know, it's not really expected that the, te- you know, the uh, the graphics or things or the set would look really that great. Yeah. Yeah. And just still let it run and let the characters do it because it's like, I looked at the animation and I'm, without even saying a word, as we just see, uh, when you see Kale yep. first, it's like, that's Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. It looks but, like Matt yeah, Damon. That, that's like, Matt they Damon. obviously, they yeah. obviously <laughs> mirrored yeah. him. Yeah, this—that's Matt Damon in Goodwill, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, that's Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah. I kind of want his tattoo though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay, the sword, the sword with okay, the red barbed wire. Here's the deal. They never explained the tattoo. When did he yeah. get it? Did he what get does it, it mean? What yeah. does it mean? Yeah. They could have gone into detail about that, but mm-hmm. they never do, and it's one of those things where it's like. 
that could have gone into a bit more detail exactly. if they had had more time to explain yeah. it. But does that? But do you find that characters, when they when there's intriguing details that they don't explain, that that makes it stick more in your mind? As yeah, I mean, it absolutely can. But, yeah, that, and can, but I think that's what they wanted to do, though, because they wanted you to think about it more. So if they did another movie, or if just, they wanted you to buy the video well, that's game, what the, I just uh, feel the novels that they released because the movie flopped. It seemed like they wanted to do more movies to, to kind of get the back. Yeah, it's they're I not. The, the, the wiki says they're not published now. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. I can yeah, but it's. I'm sure there's collectors who have them. There's, oh, I'm sure there's collectors. Yeah. There's eBay. Yeah. There's there's crazy Hong Kong if scalpers. You can still we find, can find Power something. Ranger novels. You could find those. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Power Rangers, did you hear what happened to the Red Ranger? Oh God, what? We're gonna oh. date ourselves here. Wait, he's it's... been arrested for fraud. Yeah. I, I need to do. Isn't I need there a to different do Red Ranger every time. This was yeah. the original Red the original Ranger, Austin St. John. Jason, yeah. uh, Austin yeah. St. John yeah. has been uh, basically charged with fraud for yeah. like defrauding people I out of their COVID nineteen. I actually need to look up checks. and find out more. Information I don't know about all this. of the details on it, but I know that Zordon could not be reached for for a comment. I yeah. need to look into this. <laughs> and when asked, the putty patroller said, "Anyway." <laughs> oh, when I when I heard about this, I was writing news reports. Just like I can do this all fucking day, man. I knew that dork didn't go to a peace conference. Said Eugene Bulkmeyer. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. Back to the movie. So uh, they discover that both Preed and Corso are basically traitors. They're going to destroy the the, the Titan. Yeah. Uh, they. I would have uh, liked to have spent more time going into uh, Corso's. I want to say psychology or reasoning. I mean, or just like how he got, like, have an episode of like yeah, how yeah. Corso survived to find Kale on Tau fourteen. Yeah. Like, did he know where Kale was for most of this time and just didn't go after him? Well, he said, he, "I've been looking for you for the past fifteen years." He's also a liar. I, so yeah. there's like yeah. there could have been like any number of things could have happened with that, and just like I just I want to know. I want to show me. I I want to know what made him change from. Or if not, or from because if he's working with if he had been working with Kale's dad, he must have been an optimist at one point. He was, and, and fifteen now, years of, spa- of yeah. being a space drifter yeah. wore him down. Yeah, so, like what point he turned or what point he made this deal, we don't know. Or it's everyone from themselves, and mm-hmm. you just gotta take what you can. I like, had, did he see that in other species or people or scavenge, you know, scavengers and stuff? Yeah, um, I, I feel think like that could have yeah. been. A, and he, interesting yeah. flashbacks. Yeah. And he must have, at least to some degree, still thought that there was maybe a chance because he could have just fucked off anywhere else in the galaxy and just never gone after Kale. Because yeah. if he didn't go after Kale, I highly doubt the Dredge would have ever found him. Because he's in this defunct backwater nothing station in the middle of buttfuck nowhere in the galaxy. Yeah. They may never have found him. So there there was still something in Corso that kind of half expected it, but like the greed and the and the nastiness and the and the being worn out kind of got to him. Which kind of happens with Jane Cobb in Firefly. Yeah, what if he made (laughs) what if he made a deal just in order to survive? To get the money. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, in order to get to get the money too, like in order to survive and get by. Like he, maybe he went after it at first and then started failing. It's like, or he might. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm thinking he knew where Kale was the whole time, but yeah. when it got to the point where he just didn't even have any money, didn't have anything, he finally made that deal. 
with yeah. the dredge and right. basically led the dredge to him and started this whole thing because this whole thing goes over the course of what four days yeah that's Maybe. it yeah somewhere about a week yeah yeah so um they find out that they're that Preed and Corso are, are traitors they mm. run off uh Kima ends up getting shot by by yeah. Preed right through the shoulder oh yeah, yeah that's when they end up on the colony and they yeah. end up on the colony of New Bangkok yeah. where, treat, where treating her and <laughs> they, they, yeah. they run into the kid with the soccer ball and mm-hmm. his sister and you know, the, the colony of New Bangkok, where it's like you know, a big Chinese community, and you know everyone's talking in English mixed with Chinese, almost like they did in the Firefly world. Yeah, it's exactly what they did in the mm. Firefly world. Mm. Yeah. This 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 movie is proto Firefly. It is Firefly so. with aliens, because in Firefly there are no aliens. Huh. Yeah. It's ju- yeah, humans are alone in the verse in huh. in Firefly. Um. So yeah, they basically like. Uh, pa- they patch up uh, yeah. Akima, and uh, eventually they figure out we need to find the Titan before Corso gets there. Like he knows, he he knows where he's going, but he doesn't have the map. And the map will is literally like a GPS ping coordinates will like limit. Yeah. It's it's like a it's, um, it's like a metal detector. Yeah, it's like it can physically show you exactly where it is. So they end up fixing up a. Uh, an old derelict ship on montage. the. Yeah. We have a we have a montage to over my head. Yeah. From lit, which great song. It's uh, good. Of them fix, really fixing good. up this ship with the help of everyone from the colony, like they buy it from uh, from cartoon Jay Leno with a dog. <laughs> and the man, like you, you see him talk once, and then the rest of the time he's just sitting there with this enormous grin on his face throughout everything. It's just like, all right, there, cartoon Jay Leno, you're freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> But they manage to fix the ship, and their plan is to beat everyone to the ice rings of Tigran. How long it took them to fix this ship? We had a we had a montage. It's narrative time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and they fly off to uh, the ice rings, and thus begins a really cool chase sequence yeah. through massive ice shards that are constantly crashing into each other. And we can definitely tell that this movie is soft sci-fi because it's going with the Star Wars idea of an asteroid field or an ice ring field. Because in reality, if you were in an ice field like this, you wouldn't wouldn't be able to see the other ice bits or the other asteroids from one asteroid. As far as action, though, this is my favorite part of it. It is say, though, that there's smaller things... In the ice, there would definitely be smaller things, but like huge things like that. There's so there's. There's a lot of space in space. Yeah. Yes, yeah. there's. Uh, like the the asteroid field, uh, the the asteroid field we have in our solar system, is only an asteroid field in the sense that there are slightly more asteroids than there are elsewhere in the solar yeah. system, but they're still so far apart. With the asteroid band, yeah. 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 Asteroid belt. Yeah. Belt, not field. Belt. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they managed to get there, and um, they're tracking each other. Through heat signatures, because they're both like both ships are running silent, so that they like they're not doing heat yeah. signatures, so that they'll 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 uh, like kind of fade in with the ambient ice, and you know space is cold, so they'll you know they're not showing up on any radars, yeah. but occasionally they have to move so they don't get crushed, and and there's this whole like you know flying up and moving around, and they're like passing each other, and there's this huge like there's one point where where Akima just threads the needle so close. 
And the Valkyrie is a bigger ship, so it has to, you know, pull up. It's not going to make it. And they get a head start on them. They manage to find the Titan. The Titan is covered in... Akima and Akima, Akima and Kale find the find the Titan because his his hand is directly there. What Kaz called it later, we figure out what's in there. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah but before I guess before that, it's like a of, it's like a, a fun house of mirrors, ma- mirror maze thing. Yes, yeah. they're using that to their advantage to screw over the um, the Valkyrie, but because there's so many. Re- there's so many reflections of the ship, and it's moving in every direction, and there's just hundreds of... Di- it's, it's yeah, straight-up funhouse chaos. And, and Corso's just like... All of a sudden, now that he's been unmasked, at least to two other characters... He the, has gone... He's being a complete asshole he's now. He's gone yeah. full heel turn. He backhands yeah. Goon. He starts yelling at everybody. It's just... And Goon and... Um, what's, Goon and Stith. Yeah, they, they don't know. They don't know what's going they're on. They're not part of the... Um, betrayal. They don't understand. They don't so understand they why Kale and Akima left. They're just like, but they didn't say goodbye. Yeah. Like, what, what's what's going on? So both of them are at the point where they don't trust the captain anymore. But yeah. there's really not much that they can do. And they're, eh. so they're just stuck. They're yeah. stuck. So yeah. Kale and Akima find the Titan. They they dock. Is it hidden in ice? It's hidden in a, it's it's in the ice fields and itself is covered in a shroud of ice. Mm-hmm. I still think that would be kind of noticeable. Hey, it's a giant sphere. It's a giant sphere of ice amongst other giant, enormous uh, chunks of ice. (laughs) This one's less star-shaped. This one's round. They make their way onto the Titan and discover that it's a repository. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's basically, it's a DNA DNA like repository (laughs) of plants, animals... Yeah. I just um, called it the uh, Jizzatorium. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, you are not really wrong. I'm yeah. sure in the future they probably can isolate the DNA in yeah. some fancy, non-hilarious yeah. way. Yeah, but, yeah. but to me, on, I just Jizzatorium. briefly thought about it. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> why the dad couldn't be around. Because uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's jerking off every species. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he, takes, he takes out the slide. Bottlenose dolphin. Yeah. Puts it back. Oh, <laughs> uh, That's why I couldn't be in the other room. Yeah, and they're like swallowtail butterflies. <laughs> oh it's God. all here. It's just like Imagine you named three species, Akima, but all right. <laughs> Imagine if that's how the Noah's Ark story went. <laughs> it, it, that's the XXX version. So, yes. make so oh my! Yeah, the, the, the Titan is. You have to jerk off two of every. Well, oh, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you ever look at the at the bottom? Like all these animals, they're going to poop. And you, you ever look at the bottom of that ark? Who's going to clean that up? Ooh. <laughs> you didn't think about that, now, did you? Well, Noah had three sons, and those and sons had three down. wives. And the water comes in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, there was actually it was a religious uh, sect or something or other that wanted to create a, a Noah's Ark museum. Oh, uh, yeah, it was his somewhere. Name, yeah. His name is Ken Ham, and he yeah. made it. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's somewhere in Kentucky. Yeah, like and the, it is it, horrifying. Yeah, like they made it and they had to shut it down yeah. for a little while because they had all the mm-hmm. animals in and all the animals just shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like, it was yeah. actual like living animals. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, up, look up this idiot. His name is Ken Ham. It's called yeah. a zoo. H A M M. Yeah. He, he is, he is a, he's a religious zealot idiot. Yeah. And I'm glad that his, that his uh, Ark Park is uh, failing. 
Ark, park. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. He remade the ark, so it's, and he made like a like a like an amusement park ark. around yeah. it. So it's ark. the ark park. I like. Cool. Um, I th- <laughs> Joss has just blue screened. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I broke her. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, you know, I, he is the worst type of like Christian. Yeah. <laughs> The stupid kind? Not, no, no, the, the for-profit kind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> profit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you could have stayed in Red Bank and made a profit. God damn it. <laughs> but, uh, oh, the whole time I'm thinking, how are you going to, did your dad leave instructions on how to run this damn thing? No. Yeah. yeah. Kind, well, kind of. Until it yeah. is Superman hologram thing. We get, we get a, we get a Jor-El, we get a Jor-El hologram. <laughs> Yeah. So they, yeah, he basically puts his ring stinger. on this little thingamabobber device. Oh, the, thing. his invention. His, little, a kid his invention thing isn't there box. next to it. Oh. So yeah. he puts the ring on on the thing, and that should have activated the Titan, but the power cells were drained because we used, you know, lithium I, lithium ion mm. batteries, and we didn't source we any new ones. We need a beryllium sphere. We need a beryllium sphere uh, down on this planet. No, the the miners, not miners. Anyway. Galaxy Quest, go watch it. We reviewed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we did, yeah. yeah. That has a little so, dodgy CGI. Uh, it had some dodgy CGI, but it was little. so fun. Yeah. A little shark baby. Grignac. You are Grignac. our last hope. Grignac. I'm doing okay against the pig lizard. Grignac. Uh, then the animal turned inside out. It and then it exploded. Hold, <laughs> please. Hold, oh, please. <laughs> Joss and I can communicate for an entire day using nothing but quotes from that movie. Yes, yes we can. Um, so yeah, so uh, we find oh. out the batteries are drained. We need to reconnect these circuit breakers or whatever and find some way to recharge the batteries. They try to activate the circuit breakers. Of course, one of them jams yeah. because we have to have something like that happen. At this point, the Valkyrie docks at the Titan, catches up with them. Mm. And, and then fight sequence! And they leave Goon and Stith on the ship to watch the ship. And Goon's like, I don't want to watch the ship. I always watch the ship. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Goon's amazing. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, me too. And Preed gives... Because um, he's John Leguizamo. Yep. Preed gives Stith a little communicator thing, which turns out to be a bomb. Because they're getting ready to dispose of Goon and Stith. Because, you know, they're getting to be a problem. And Preed's already one step ahead of them because Preed's a... Arrogant Slimy dickhead. Bat. He's worse than Corso. Yes. Because yes. Corso didn't even necessarily think of that. Yeah, Corso yeah, Corso didn't think to kill off the happy go lucky little goon. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> but Goon figures out that there's something wrong. Um right at, right as Preed contacts them on this communicator and decides oh, to you know I said goodbye. And Goon rips the communicator off of Stith's arm and runs off down this corridor and, like, throws the bomb, and he gets blown backwards, and both him and Stith are knocked out. We go back into the ship, action, into the Titan, action sequence, we're confronting people, we're double-crossing, double-double-crossing, cr- triple-crossing, and Preed yeah. Is, yeah. has, like, quadruple-crossed everybody. You know that meme like, with the gun behind somebody's head, yeah. and they have a gun behind their head, and so yeah. on and so on? It wasn't just the, uh, the the money they were offering. It was the health plan that came with it. I turn, the, turn over the Titan and you, and they let me live. Okay, can I just say that Nathan Lane playing a bad guy, which does not happen often, nope. yeah. does a great job. 
Like, yeah. it's only this and Mouse Hunt I can think of where he's a bad guy. Right? Seriously. And even in Mouse Hunt, he wasn't really quite bad. No, not really. In yeah. this, he's just the bad, slimy yeah. guy. Yeah. And yeah. you really can't tell it's Nathan Lane until you really, like, watch the, the ending of it in the credits. And then you're like... Holy fuck, that's Nathan Lane. Well, the fight the good fight, no, precious. You're, you're that, right. that, yeah. But you really can't tell. Yeah. Like, the, the the accent like that he's putting on yeah. and everything, you really wouldn't really be able to tell it's Nathan Lane until you like, holy crap, that is Nathan well, Lane. Would you expect a cut dubbing of, hey, that's sweet, she's shy. Right. Oh. <laughs> when the schmeckin' beckons. <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, there's you know everyone's I betraying. From the best. Yeah, everyone's betraying everybody. Corso was, ends up breaking Preed's neck and throwing him down the stairs. I'm just like, uh, I I want I, I feel like oh the dreads are coming. I feel like one of them should show up and then put a gun behind uh, Preed's head and because mm. like and then, seriously. And then there's just a, then there's just a conga line of yeah. of uh, dredge holding guns to every to, to themselves. Yeah. It's like we thought it was the thing to do. Yeah, because seriously, it doesn't seem like you can trust them. No. So, basically, they need to, like, get the circuit breakers connected and try to figure out a way to recharge the Titan, and Kale figures we can readjust this whole thing to use dredge energy. So if they fire on us, we can just reverse the polarity of something, because we're going to go full Star Trek with this and just go... It's like, no, they're going to take this And they're like, wait, will that work? And he's like, uh... Will that work? If it doesn't, we're dead. Yeah. What I'm, difference does it yeah. make? Let's just do it. And I'm just so. picturing Matt Smith and David Tennant and Day of the Doctor in the 50th episode. Right? Oh, you're reversing the polarity. No, you're reversing it again. Yes. You're reversing, no, you're unreversing the polarity. And I'm, I'm also yeah. wondering, yeah. how do we know that aliens have similar enough anatomy that a neck break would work? Does he even have, a, like, a spine? Evidently. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of Doctor Who. Yeah. Did you hear about what they're doing for the 60th? I did. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Something about Donna? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Also, speaking yeah. of Doctor Who, did you get? Did you watch that video for the Fallout London I sent you? Yeah. You, you it showed uses, it to me while yeah. it uses the It uses dialogue from uh, two of the Doctors. Oh. Uh, in the, uh, like, I'm talking, like, original Doctors. Mm. Like oh. Tom Baker and Sylvester McCoy. 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 Yeah, like they they reuse so four and six. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they reuse uh, voices Ooh. from them for like the beginning bit. Fallout, uh, was it Fallout London is like a mm. is a mod you can yeah. find. It's it looks yeah. super cool. I'm going to try to find it for Fallout Four. Anyway, um, so yeah, during during the fight, both Kale and yeah. Corso end up falling off of this main platform. Yeah. Uh, Corso's like apparent everything has to break because we got like the the broken catwalk and. Uh, Corso's about it's to fall. It's your typical fight, yeah. and this is the Luke, uh, I am your father. Yeah, know, Corso's about this. to fall, but, you know, Kale tries to save him anyway, and Corso, doesn't work. I wouldn't blame you if you're letting yeah. me go. And that's not how, you know. That's not how humans work. Like, we we work, we, uh, we travel in packs, or something, he says I mean, something to that effect. Said, yeah. Oh, early, in the beginning of the movie, when he said to the bully aliens. Yeah, yeah. he's like, you should know something about humans, we travel in packs. <laughs> like we do? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, he tries to yeah. help Corso, but he loses his hold on him, and Corso falls, and as far as Kale knows, Corso's dead, but Corso grabs, like, a wire, mm-hmm. and just the animation of him just, like, the, the strain on his muscles, I'm like, that's gonna like that. fucking hurt. Yeah. But it's like, the, it's like and he's like, Ooh, falls, well. like, oh, and you see his yeah. face, like, ah, oh, son yeah. of a bitch. 
You so, looked like he worked out though. So yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, he's he's a military man. That's yeah. why. That's why whenever the two, when he and Kale were fighting, he basically kicked the shit out of out of Kale because mm. Kale's not military. Mm. He's, right. he's like he's no, he's he's, he's, he's in he's, decent shape, but he's just he's, he's just a young a guy dude. who works on on a basically on a ship that you know, physical work. it's a physical yeah. labor yeah. thing. It's okay. physical labor, but he's not like but combat not, trained. Right, he's not doing it on purpose to. I wonder if age would catch up with Corso eventually. Eventually, yes. I mean, I don't know what kind of anti-aging future drugs they might have there. And humans could the, be could live hundreds of years old at, at this point. Who knows? Who know? And you, we don't know the science about living in space too. There, there could be things that happen <laughs> to the body who, mm. that lives in space. We don't know. Well, we yeah. don't know. Well, like the vagaries of time that we see in... It's, Can you propel yourself yeah. with your parts? It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not Jupiter Ascending. It's, there's some movie that, you know, detail... I can't remember the which one it is, but it's like for every minute that they spend on this water planet, it's three years for the people up on the ship in orbit. Yeah. Kind of thing. I don't remember what movie this was. Strange. That's strange weird. Things. My brain wants to say Jupiter movie? Ascending, but that's not it. I've yeah. never seen Jupiter Ascending. That's so not yeah. it. Yeah. All yeah. I know is that that's, ah. that's Mila Kunis and... Um, yeah, it's it's not that and, one, I don't uh, think. Yeah. What's his face? <laughs> the dude with the face. <laughs> it's Mila Kunis and the guy with the thing. Yeah. Um, the, the, dude potato with the, thing? the dude with the face. Oh, we're going to do the psychic thing? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. The... Mm-hmm. He dances. Yeah. Channing Tatum? Yes. Yeah. Oh, hey, I was making a joke. Oh, shit, all right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a gimp for Danny McBride. Yeah. Yes! I yeah. love him. I love yeah. you. This is the end. This is the yeah. end. Good movie, watch it. <laughs> it's a um, fucked up movie. Yeah. Just don't watch it. Yeah. And it gets, <laughs> they get the living shit kicked out of them by Hermione Granger. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, why is it so just... The Titan didn't even look like it was switched on yet, but there's gravity, right? Mm, soft sci-fi. Because <laughs> there's still lights on. There's so, enough to turn lights on. Now, what I'm thinking mm. also is, well, while they're having their fight, there's at least a few gun blasts that went off. Like what species later. went extinct? Because those blasts had to hit something. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Right? Yeah. I'm thinking a few species... Please be mosquitoes. Right? Just obliterated. The thing is, you have to have mosquitoes on the planet. Mm. It's a must. It's uh. a necessary evil. Otherwise, the ecosystem doesn't work. You know and what I'm, you don't need? Earwigs. It's part of the ecosystem. I don't want to get into this. Fuck but wasps. They, some Fuck things are, ne- they are necessary evils. <laughs> True. What is the purpose of an earwig? Tell me. I, well, you could make a mosquito that doesn't bite people, I guess. They, they, mm. I mean, that's future the, tech. That's the male mosquito. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they eat fruit. Mm. They're more dangerous to a banana than you. Yeah. yeah. They're also huge. Yeah. Kill. They're, they're the big lanky yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Trust me. Yeah. my brain go kill. No, trust yeah. me. They're, they're not like interested it. in you. They'll leave you alone. They'll be like, give me an apple. It's the little yeah. ones that you need yeah. to watch out for. Yeah, the ones that you see in the middle of Maine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are the ones that are a little weird. The ones you see in the middle of Maine. They're, they're, they're um, yeah. uh, not stingwings. Yeah. They're, they're the ones bugs that you, fall out. They're like six yeah. feet big. Yeah, those are the ones oh, that, no. you know, that you're reading the paper while you're sitting in a cab and they go through the window and go, hey, how you doing? You got the sports page? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Okay, thanks, bye. Thanks, Yeah. Al. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not how... Uh, I have a day, yeah. It's somehow uh, yeah. a goon and... Just, they get... They get 
Yeah, there. The, the the explosion wasn't enough to kill either of them, thankfully. Uh, yeah. uh, Goon had to kind of take takes, a bit of a nap. He, he needs he a got, nap. He got so beat up. He looks like he'll be dead. He's yeah, it looks, then it he looks like he helps. dies, and it's, and it's sad. Stith ends up joining them on the Bridge of the Titan as well, and you find out, you know, in order to fix the breaker that won't move, Kale's got to go out there and mess with buttons and stuff, yeah. so he goes out onto the outside of but he keeps uh, the getting Titan, shot at. but the dredge are here now, and the ships are coming back, and they're pew, 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 and then the... And, you know, uh, Stith and uh, Akima are using the guns on the outside of uh, the Titan to fight off the dread ships. They're the dread ships are picking off the turrets one they by one. They are having a good time, but they're stationary guns, so yeah. they're easy targets. They get picked off one by one, and they're eventually out, and um, they get saved by Goon, who woke up from his nap, and he's flying He's flying the Valkyrie, and he's using the guns and, you know, blasting the ships. And you know. Jeez, everybody knows how to drive a spaceship? Is mm-hmm. it like a car in this universe? Well, apparently all you have to do is lean forward dramatically and the ship will do whatever you decide it does. Because we reused that one animation like four times during that whole scene of the Wake Angels. I actually believe you when you say that it's kind of like driving a car because it must be pretty simple. And it's it's yeah, it's going to be a common thing in, in this world. Like, well, that's going to be well designed. But you know, I, was, I, I think I told you this already, but it's like, you know, it amazes me that everybody who has a driver's license is essentially a mech pilot. In the real world? I mean, yeah. If you think about it. Own a big mecha is technically... I have a car. Yeah. yeah. Like you, the four of us sitting here, we're all mech pilots because yeah. a car is essentially yep. a mech. Yeah. And I can, uh. and I can drive weird forward we, mechs because I drive allowed, on the other side of the, car, the, other side of the truck. And, and we're yeah. allowed, we give our teenagers licenses to drive mecha. So they turtle mechs? Mm. Man, if this you is wrinkling re- my brain. If you really... <laughs> But but just yeah. think about this in anime and and all these things. Everybody, you know, you're pretty fucking special if yeah. you if you're a mech pilot. When in actuality, Joe Schmuck and Joe fucking Schmo on you know yeah. on the street can yeah. be a mech pilot. Shit. <laughs> if you get down, you're not that fucking special. Yeah. Oh my you're God. not that fucking special. If you get down <laughs> to it, if you if you really get down to it, like brass tacks, <laughs> we are we are all ourselves mecha. Because realistically, what are we? No, no, no. We're, we are. A, we are. We are we, skeletons. We are a brain. We are a brain. We're magic skeletons. And a brain skeleton. That's jelly, housed. That's housed in a, a bone skeleton a covered meat with meat. We're armor. all yeah. magic skeletons made with yeah. with powered by electricity, electricity and, and, and spite. Yes, that's what Whoa. we are. That's all we are. Wow. Yeah. I didn't blow your thing off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Um, now imagine if you had to control every aspect of, like, a human-shaped mech, and then it would be just like the game Q-Op. Awkward and oh hilarious. My God. <laughs> that was an awkward game. Oh. I, w- I would like to see, like, a Power Rangers game where it's like a five-player thing. And you're all in the mecha in the okay. in, in the Zord, in the Megazord, but each of you controls a different limb, so you now, have to yell that, at each other. Now that would make things hard. Then you dance yeah. terribly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that makes things harder because yep. that's what they that's what you have to do. Yeah. Because one person controls one arm, another person controls another yeah. arm, the one person controls a leg. That means you have to work in sync. Yeah. And the yellow ranger controls so, the, the the nut kick button. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it's piloted by uh in sync. <laughs> 
Instinct is full in Oh god, we're drifting. Bye bye bye. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we watched a movie. Yeah. yeah we're imagine a Jaeger imagine a Jaeger with five pilots in it. Yeah. God. Oh, oh now you're reminding me of a different tangent. But that's for okay. fantasy cats. <laughs> so, um during this whole thing, um uh Kale ends up getting pinned up against a wall by a by a downed dredge fighter, and Corso shows up with a gun and, and Kale's just like, oh, you're never going to get a better shot, Corso. Yeah. But the heel, the, the, the face heel turn is now f- heel, heel face turning turn. back because yeah, exactly. now he's a good guy. Do-si-do. Uh, I don't know what This is. all happens too. God damn. Yes, I agree with you. I, mean, yeah. I, just, I would like to have a, a, at least yeah. have had a, a, a moment with him to show mm-hmm. him changing his mind again. I think this was supposed to be a... You saved my ass, or you you attempted to save me, even though I tried to kill you a bunch of times. Yeah. So this is slight repayment for now that. Now we're squaresies. But this reminded me of WWF in the nineties. Yes, like, that's exactly you know, it. Yeah, where like uh, it's like Shawn Michaels went from heel to, to baby face, face. right? And like it, in a half and, a second, in an instant, because Psycho Sid power bombed them, and now the audience is supposed to root for him. I had the exact same thought. Yeah. Or like uh, Wrestle, it works. Or it does. Wrestle, it WrestleMania does work. eight. Yeah. WrestleMania yeah. eight. That yeah. long-standing feud between Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. Don't yeah. ask which one. It's the same character. Yeah. <laughs> and he just shows up to yeah. save him from uh, Sid Justice and yes. Papa Shango. I was yeah. about to and say that. And just boom, it's a sudden change. And it's just yeah. and it's it's and it's just yeah. a match. But you know what? It yeah. fucking works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes the crowd go banana. Because Hulk, yeah. Hulk is losing terribly. He's getting just beaten up, and then you just hear. It was an amazing fucking thing. It was an amazing thing. It was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, he's it's a cool. Anyway, it was an amazing thing. Though I'm sorry, I watched that. I can see him changing his mind, but I I would have liked it to be more. I think it was also gradual, but here's more fleshed out. I can kind of understand it a little bit though because the the dredge. Double crossed him. No, it was um, Preed. Preed. Preed double crossed him, but the Dredge also did too because the Dredge made a deal with Preed, mm-hmm. saying kill Corso and you'll I get everything. It. So the so Dredge also double crossed him. So fuck them too. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. okay, you know what? I'm on their side now. So you know what? Us, us humans should stick together. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, and you know what? It, and we're we're humans, so we're fucking fickle as shit. Mm-hmm. I mean. So yeah. Anyway, he. He helps uh, Kale try to fix the breaker, and it just it, it's not going to work, so Corso ends up sacrificing himself by... Oh, which you could see coming a mile away. Yep, sacrifices himself by putting his bazooka in between the bits of the breaker so it acts as the circuit. But when the when the, the dread ship fires on the on the Titan, it you know redirects the energy and recharges the battery and literally turns it into a backwards vacuum... Or right ways vacuum, I guess, and just <laughs> obliterates the uh, dredge mothership, turns it into pure energy, and just sucks the whole thing in to power the the batteries of of, of the new Earth. Because the Titan blow like also several panels, ball. several panels blow out, and it just starts pulling in matter from all around, like ch- like chunks of asteroids, and and most of the ice rings of Tegrin are pulled in, and the whole yeah. thing it's. 
again, soft sci-fi, it creates and terraforms a planet really in the space of, like, maybe an hour. It turns into Bob. It turns into <laughs> New Earth, Planet Bob. Because Kale names it Planet Bob, because Akima's like, well, what are you going to name the planet? I think yeah. I'll call it Bob. And I always you can't make, name a planet Bob. I always, I always make this joke that I'm not living on Bob. <laughs> no one said you had to live on Bob. So, and again, it shows all the humans coming in to, uh, to I assume it's implied that there's some time that goes yeah. goes by, because otherwise they were just kind of waiting out, waiting behind the dredge to see what I'm happens. I'm sorry, this, the scene of this of the people coming, it, make, it looks like a, sh- a ship that looks like a school bus to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because there's all these these windows, and you see... It's an airplane, space plane. It does mm-hmm. look like a space plane, space airplane. ship... Well, it's the, col- it's the colony that was put together from dozens of broken spaceships. I know. Yeah, because you see it's, the kid. But you see the, yeah, the kid, the kid and his sister. sister and they're actually going to see real grass, even though... And this is where we see the really terrible ground textures oh. and the terrible CGI mountains. And oh. it looks an awful lot like Beast Wars Transformers. Yeah, and as I much as I absolutely adore that show, it is part of my childhood, I can admit the CGI does not hold up. Yeah. No, I mean, but it's an old show. Yeah, this is a this movie is twenty two years old. We what? keep talking about the fact that it came out old. in two thousand. This movie old. is twenty two. That, that was ten years, years ago. This movie is twenty. Ten. Stop two. doing the old math. I don't want to grow up. <laughs> and again, the gray that could be on my head. Yep. I saw uh, this. This movie came out. I was eighteen years old. Yeah. Okay. This movie is 22 years old. We are no longer 18. We are not 18 anymore. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. No. This... We are now at the point where all the check engine lights are coming on yes. in my body. Yes. Yeah. Like, I stand up too quick, and all of the lights turn on on the dash, and then I fall over. Yes. You know how many, how fucking long it took for rain on Earth to become oceans? Yeah. I don't oh, even know how long. long time. But, like, yep. pretty much, I'm, I'm assuming hundreds of years. Hundreds of millions of years. I thought it was, like, I don't know if it was like a billion or a lot of time. Yeah, a lot, again, a lot of time. Again, very soft sci-fi. Don't try to don't try to like physics out what happens in this movie because that way lies madness. Mm. Uh, and this way but, lies Sparta. So <laughs> this is Sparta. <laughs> so yeah, that's Titan AE. Uh, the humans start moving uh, to New Earth, and then in parentheses underneath Planet Bob. <laughs> And then during the credits, we see, like, bios of our main characters, and we find out how tall they are, how much they weigh in you know, kilograms. That way, they yeah. know how no, much mass. mass they have. Their mass yeah. in, like, kilograms, because they use, mass. like, realistic units. Not like America, who will measure in anything but the metric system. Hey, yeah. uh, what about English people and their stones? What the fuck is a stone? 14 yeah. pounds. You know that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's like asking that, what, how, what four score, like four, uh, what score is. Do you know is how long a score is? 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. But yeah. why do you know that? Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, but why? Because they had to explain it to us because it's weird. Yes. Yeah. That's why he You're knows like four what... Four score yeah. and 20 years ago. Four, so and, yeah. four score and seven, seven years ago. Seven years ago. Oh, so... Yeah, it's based on... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, based on the speech that he gave and the timing that it was 1776. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like with the creation of the new earth, wasn't this a, um, a bit is 12 and a half cents? Oh, yeah, okay. the, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Two bits, 25 cents. But everybody yeah. knows shaving a haircut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. But the, the creation of the new earth, wasn't this a, um, 
it was part of a Star Trek movie, wasn't it? Yeah, the Genesis Project. Yeah, that, that, that yeah, whole, yeah, the whole thing with Star Trek that. Two. Yep, the whole yeah. thing with Star Trek Two created the planet which yeah. which resurrected Spock. It's yeah. not only that; it, it it made me think of that, but it's also. Uh, I just thought of it and just put it together in my head. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, this has been done before. Uh, it's yeah, also it's, the the main plot yeah. of um yeah. um Fallout yeah. Three. Not just that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Finding the Gek. The fuck is the name of the book? Um, yeah. I just had it and I lost it. Hmm. Douglas Adams. Oh, Hitchhiker's, no, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. The yeah. Planet Factory. It's the, yeah. it's the yeah. whole plot of that book. Yeah. Yeah. Did they make, remake the Earth in the book or just the um, the 2000s movie? Because I did consider that for... No, the 2000 movie they did, the but book I didn't, they did not. I didn't know if that really counted yeah. as post-apocalyptic. Yeah. No, it's... Yeah. It, even though the the planet is destroyed and yeah. remade, like in this movie. But it's mostly their space adventures. Yes. 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 I wish they really did rush her at the end of the universe. With yes, that me yeah, too. I know. Yeah. I like it when you get to talk to the cow and the yeah. cow asks what kind of, what part of it you want to eat. Yeah. That's the fun yeah, so part. That's the fun part of that book. It was definitely <laughs> a good cast, but that kind of, that like, the Hitchhiker's Guide is kind of lost on the majority of yeah. Americans, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Unless They're you've the read who... the book, you really don't know. I, yeah, I, I, but think about... I mean, that's my favorite story of all time. I, I get that, yeah. but the Midwest, the, the people in flyover country, who yeah. are all, they're all going to see movies, and they want to see NASCAR, and they want to see explosions, and yeah. they don't just... care about this British shit. Seventeen seventy six. Explosion. Yeah. The Earth exploded. Yeah, yeah, but there was British accents, so apparently it was all wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're maybe judging people to as like a yeah. monolith. Ah, yeah. Screw flyover country. Yeah. That'd be a good one, though. <laughs> Come at me, Iowa. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, like what I keep trying to say um, is. I would, for once, I would like to see the heroic sacrifice go wrong. Well, not wrong. Like, it goes... Because, you know, the bad guy, the only way um, someone like Corso is going to redeem himself is to die horribly. Yeah. But as a hero, that way you don't have any loose ends. But how hilariously, horribly awkward would it be if he survived and now you have this loose end? Like, oh! If he, he tries to sacrifice himself but he survives, like, oh, I, uh... Well, you saved well. us, but you kind of caused the problem that you're saving us from. But here's the deal. When it comes to animated to movies like this, mm. they don't ever bring it up. Or if they do, it's sort of hush-hushed. Right. Because it's forgiven. It's mm. like, well, you fucked us over, yeah. but you saved us. So it's kind of neutralized, you know? Well, that's because because they die. Well, no. Because if, it no, does, if they don't die, oh. if he did actually, like... You know, if he was, like, wounded, but they saved him or he came back and say... Say, for example, he lost an eye, but he, you know, he That's came back and survived. He could be Grima Wormtongue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but let's say just in the explosion he, he lost an eye, but he was saved and, you know, he went to the planet. Mm. And he started working as, like, oh, who knows, like, he was fixing ships or some shit like that, yeah. right? He would be completely innocuous. People would treat him normally because the only people who would know that he actually fucked anybody over Was would be Kale, practically Kale, Akima, Stiff, and Goon, Stiff and, Goon. and they it. won't say anything. I'd imagine they wouldn't. Yeah, but I so, still think it, if if you stuck that in a show like 
Rick and Morty or South Park or something. That would be kind of amusingly dark. Oh, yeah, that, would, like, yeah. that would absolutely oh. be something that they that they Thank point you out. For saving us. Fuck you! I never want to see you again, you monster. Right. Fuck right off. I'll kill you if you ever step within a hundred feet of me. But at the same time, you got to also think that at the very end, when you know when he goes to when Kale's stuck and um, Corso goes over and he's Corso's like... Corso's got says, him dead to rights. Yeah. yeah, he says, Yo, you'll never have a better shot than this, and Corso helps him. Hmm. And then, you know, he leaves Corso to yeah. sacrifice himself. My first thought, and I said this to him, I was like, wow, he's certainly trusting somebody very easily who literally just tried to kill like him. Like, less than right. 10 minutes like 10 ago, minutes tried ago. to kill him. Right. Yeah. I was like, he's literally, he's letting this guy, you know... He's leaving this guy trusting him, you know, very much to solve this problem. Well, he knows he's going to die, and right? It could be argued that Kale realizes that his father trusted Corso. Yeah. yeah and there had still. to have been something left. There had to have been something there. Well, he's obviously way more fucking trustworthy than I I think he is. should have been developed slightly more, at least. Right. Yes. Because I wouldn't have trusted him at all. Give me a miniseries. Yeah. Yeah. I even even still personally knowing my my um, would you be the one to sacrifice yourself though probably um, mm. I would have probably stayed yeah but that's how but that's I'm how like, I would have worked because I would not have trusted him to do it yeah because yeah, I, I would not I would, I would not have trusted him stay. at all I, I'd rather not blow up thank you very much right See, let's, if it meant mm. if it meant making sure that the rest of the world and everybody else was going to be safe I'm too much of a coward I think. I was just thinking about it. If you know, if I would, if I were in the, you know, Kale's shoes, but I wouldn't be. I'd be unconscious on the ship because I'd be goon. I, I'm the, I'm that, I'm the comic relief that gets killed oh, no. at the end of, of Act Two to show that it's serious. Oh no. Yeah, that's that's my role in in, in the grand film. <laughs> See, now I would I would have been too pissed off. I probably I would have been stiff. <laughs> I would have been even stiff. Or Akiba. It would have been one of those two. I would have been way too pissed off. More than likely stiff. Alright, so, so that's our movie. Um, so, I'm going to take a quick break. It's have a word from 4041 Media. Yeah. And uh, let's do some fans again. So... Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. Now we get fantasy casting. <laughs> okay, now really? the cat, now... The, the cast on this is already pretty goddamn fantastic. Yeah. That's not fun. Yeah. No. So. I got hmm. my idea. What's Me your too. idea? Well, it's not some, it's more of a general change rather than a cast change, but I just want to see it mashed up with Attack on Titan. Yeah. Oh my god, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> the name just makes me think of that. And, yeah. And that's sort of. I'm pretty sure the Valkyrie could take out that armored Titan. Hmm. I, then it's got I, lasers. 
I don't know how much to say without spoiling things. Yeah, because it's not. Yeah, right. I know. I know things. So yeah. he doesn't know things, but what I do. What if so? The Titan in space is actually a giant, giant. It's a giant baby, just like uh, this, oh, just no. like big old like big oh. old guys, just like hey, the Rick and Morty giant yep. baby in space. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, mama. I'm, I'm apparently missing a lot from not watching. <laughs> yeah, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the last little, season was really fucked up. I've seen little bits and pieces yeah. on clips here and there. Like I remember seeing one, it one clip where just. Rick and Morty jump into the spaceship and they're like all beat up and there's like smoke coming off of Rick's shoulder and they just both sit there and they sit for a second and then they both start screaming like oh god that was so fucked up and Rick's just like I at no point was I in control of anything back then at no point and, and Morty's just like oh my god Rick oh my god I don't know what happened before but I'm just like this show is messed up show? yeah yeah yeah, they, um, I don't think they even explain it either. Yeah. At no really, point was like, I in yeah. control of anything going yeah. on back there. I really think they just continue on with another with another adventure at that yeah. point. I really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, so a, there's a couple then. of bits that they do the same thing. I, I have, you had one, right? Oh, oh that's my the Titan. Mix with the Attack on Titan. Yeah, Go repl- for it. replace the Titan ship with the Titan Titan. Yeah. The Attack on Titan AE. Uh, 11 and 19. I'm not sure what to do with that, though. The Titan is just just a giant, goofy, goofy goofy-faced, like, head. Just like, hey! We're murder friends now. Yeah, really, really, yeah. Yeah. Or it could be one of the intelligent ones. um, Yeah, it could be the Titan that attracts... Because you got the weird ones that are dumb. Isn't it like the female Titan is, like, in charge of most of them or something? Could it be the Titan that's attacked that's uh, attracted the Dredge? Because it's just like screaming out there, Dredge, <laughs> Dredge. Yeah, they're trying to. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess she could be a Kima. Could be. What is her uh, name? Red, red sh- scarf. Um, uh, mass. mass uh, uh, begins with an M. I know that. Brain broken. Mm. I forget. There's things. somebody screaming at their podcatcher right I now. I remember yeah. Levi. That's the extent of yeah, my Levi, Aaron, blonde kid? Yeah, what's his name? Um, oh, fuck. Um, he's super cute. I think he's Jerry. adorable. I don't know. No. Ah, um, oh, crap. God, he's so cute. Uh, uh, I don't remember his name. It's on the tip of my chest. Hmm. He's cute. And his, her name is... I know who Aaron is. Mazaka? I know it begins with an M, guys. Shit. I'm so sorry. Is Potato Girl stiff? <laughs> Potato Girl's dead. Um, Everyone's spoiler. Sorry, I guess I don't know where where uh, we're drawing the line at spoilers, so I can't I can't develop the idea much. I'm sorry, I just know that she's dead. Oh, I, I know that already. Yeah. I I know she died relatively recently though, didn't she? Like three. I think so. Yeah. I'm being careful not to spoil anything. Sorry, yeah. sorry, people who didn't know. Yeah. The show's been no, out no, for a I while. Mean, you Dan's had time. singing. You're so so. You don't hear me say something, right? Yeah. But I'm kind not, of. I'm not saying it. It's not like we're watching it. it yeah. I would pr- honestly, when they change the theme song he halfway through season one, interested. I'm like, no. After the first thirteen episodes, when they change the theme song, he stopped watching. He's like, what? No. <laughs> Bullshit. Bring back my alarm clock, damn it. So, 
the dredge would be heroes because they're trying to eliminate the oh my god the Zeke would be dredge I guess I don't know they're trying to eliminate the threat of titans of the titans I can't say too much more without uh, yeah. without spoiling shit, shit. Yeah. alright I'll jump in with mine go for it yeah something Dan no. mentioned and I could not get it out of my head through the whole thing it's why I was quiet most of the time but um, having instead of Ron Perlman as the dad of George Carlin <laughs> and, you know, oh the, my god! Look, I made this thing. Yeah, you know, fucking figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You really think that it's real? And when you have this, you look at the alien. You got the one with the really big ass. You got the one with the really big front. Thinking, how do they fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and how they do that? You know what you got to do? You got to go ahead. You got to go. I got to go over here. Why? What happened? Crisis, your buddy. <laughs> and meanwhile, the, meanwhile, the the uh, the Titan is destroyed because the uh, instead of the thirty two instead of the sperm samples yeah. we're joking about, it yeah. just ate a bunch of people and yeah. animals and shit. Yeah. and it's just floating in space without oxygen to break yeah. anything down, and it's just gonna puke it all back up on the, <sighs> the planet. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Chino's giving me a look like, why'd you make that sound, Dad? So you have the seven things that you it. can't say over here. You can't say the Sun Titan, but over there you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so you do there. And then you have a no. Titan, you have the Satan, and you have the one bit that nobody really remembers, but I feel about me. Mikasa. Is, Mikasa. Uh, yeah. And Mikasa. All right, I'm done then. Zarman. Yeah. Armin. Armin. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but the... Uh, yeah, one bit that George Carlin that nobody remembers but me is the stupid, uh, the the dumb news uh, news headlines. Uh, yeah, uh, was it? Uh, we found yeah, we have found breaking news that someone has a disease that no one else knows about. It's alone, not affecting anybody, and nobody's paying attention. <laughs> I remember the hippy dippy weatherman. Yeah, it's like tonight's <laughs> forecast. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> Continued mostly dark tonight, leading yeah. to widely scattered light in yeah. the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, you want to go ahead? We create Titan. Humans need to survive. Why? <laughs> <laughs> What's the goddamn Why? Thing? I'm done with this. Chino has lost interest. Yeah. I'm, you know. Okay, kid, you need to go over there. I'm going to go ahead and create a nice little spooky thing. I'm going to create a spaceship, and you'll have one thing. If you see that I'm dead, oh, yeah, that'll be a great scene. Hey, yeah, if you're finding this, hey, I'm dead. Whoop-dee-doo. Yeah. You probably figured that out by now. Yeah, whoop-dee-shit, I'm dead. Yeah, you probably figured it out by now. You're dealing with all this. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're dealing with all this. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just, you know, it's going to sound mean, but I'm actually kind of glad that George Carlin passed away when he did. Yeah. So he doesn't because have to have his head explode. If, yeah. he, if, he, if he had been around yeah. for, for what happened in 2016... His head would have literally exploded. Yeah. From from the, uh, yeah. All day. Yeah. Part of me wants to know what he would have said, but yeah. another part of me is is glad that he didn't have to. What about yeah. the whole mask thing, people? Yeah. That too would. I probably mean, he, way he would. Yeah, yeah. He would probably get behind it because it's yeah. keeping. It's like. Yeah. No, I mean like people arguing over something. Yeah. Like oh yeah, that. that he'd be like. It's a fucking piece of cloth. Get over yourself. You have a fucking piece of cloth, and you know what helps. We can't see half of you. No one likes any of that. <laughs> to be honest, I yeah. kind of I kind of miss wearing yeah. masks because yeah. I can't make faces of people anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we we still do at work. Uh, yeah, we don't. At, yeah. My, at my job, we don't have to anymore. So it's just like, oh, shit. I have to control what my face does yeah. now. 
Wait, I'm, I'm dreading the day. <laughs> I'm really dreading the day. Somebody walks in and they say that, and they're like, oh, wait, we still have to wear masks? Ah, shit. Yeah, and my face does true contortions that I don't think it ever seen. Behind a KN95, it looks very different. I, rem- yeah, yeah. I remember seeing this thing on Facebook. This is like, if you think, oh, was it? If you claim yeah. that you can't breathe yeah. through a paper mask... You're admitting that furries are stronger than you. <laughs> Do you want that? <laughs> All right, who's got what else here? Uh, hmm. I've been trying That's my to. Th- main thing. I've yeah. been trying to think of just different like voice yeah. talent to go into it, but I'm like, yeah. no, I don't. <laughs> Let's shoehorn Polly Shore in there, <laughs> like that, sh- that shitty Pinocchio movie. He's just a stowaway on, yeah. the, on, the, on the Valkyrie. Yeah. He's he just there. Because yeah. that would just be so oh, jarring. Oh, God. Bad. Okay. He's the oh. leading tower of Titan. <laughs> no, yeah. Dice doesn't like that. Yeah. Making, yeah, I'm going to try to see if it works. He could be... Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, it likes it, you know, it likes if I did making it. making a plan. I'm buddy, you know, my dad's dead and humanity's not much of us left. And you know, buddy, it's just totally <laughs> bogus. Oh, no. Oh, God. It's totally bogus. And you know, I got this map on my hand and my dad told me I needed to wear this ring, which is... Should be a lot smaller and make my finger look weird, buddy. <laughs> that really is one thing that was not addressed. I'm having he got that ring when he he got that ring when he was like five, five years, years old. Yeah. It fit He's on his 20, father's finger, and it still fits. His father took it off his adult hand, put it on the kid hand, and, and not stayed. even like his thumb. Yeah. And it, which like, is why I'm saying it's a D and D wondrous item. Okay, it resizes he, itself. Okay. Yeah. My fingers. They should have put it on his thumb. And my yes. my fingers are on both of my hands. My ring finger is the same size on every <laughs> finger. <laughs> it's the exact same size, thumb <laughs> included. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I can do this. Come here, doggo. Huh. Oh, that's not what I said. Yeah, meanwhile, my ring you could actually fit two of your fingers in. Oh, it's not on this one. Oh, maybe they're swollen a little bit today. Huh. Oh, the knuckle, yeah, they're swollen. Huh. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just matching it. I like it. Uh, That's weird. All right, so, so I think we're good with this, right? Yeah. Any ideas, Chino? Yeah. No, you're just going to lick my nose? Yeah. Oh, your yeah. breath. Yeah. Did I make any other jokes? Yeah. Uh, I. It was mostly the Titans joke. Yeah. Yeah, I... I'm an excellent driver. Yeah. Spring, <laughs> bang, bang. I can fly a thing. Oh, God, it's Dustin Hoffman. Yep. I'm an excellent driver, sinks it into the uh, <laughs> to Caesars Plaza. I, uh, yeah. A while back, I was... Oh, God, yes. what game was I playing? It was Red Faction Gorilla. Yeah. And I'm just driving around, and yeah. I went... I'm, like, I'm just playing the game, and Joss is in, you know, on the couch just you know watching something. And I went, I'm an excellent driver, right before losing control and smashing into a building. And she just heard, I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> <laughs> and she lost it. <laughs> it was one of those uh, moments where, I hit, where I, it hit just right. And, yeah. Like you were like falling off the couch. Yeah. Oh god, it was perfect. Uh, <laughs> All right, so we're good, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think we're good. All right, so, so this is what's uh, next, next time. Next week we're oh, finishing man. up post-apocalyptic month with. Uh, 
I got a pretty good idea, but I, I still want to just look over some things. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So we don't know yet. We're, we're yeah. finishing up with a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I can tell you that much. Yeah. Right, it's a so movie that has, like, plot and <laughs> actors. Hopefully. Yeah. And maybe some dialogue. It has. Uh, see, everything we've pictures. reviewed is out of plot. Wait, no. Existo. Yeah. Existo <laughs> had a plot. It, really? Yeah, there, was, <laughs> there was a plot, we think. No, uh, we also reviewed The Room. Ooh. The, yeah. The Room had a... I'm fed up with this world. Had a script. Uh, it had a script. <laughs> it don't, had words on paper. Don't touch me, motherfucker. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Mark. Uh, all right. Be good. Take care of yourself. But don't be too good, folks. See you next week. <laughs>